Welcome to Ask a Broker. I'm your host, Scott Peckford. This is the show where Dustin Woodhouse and I answer your mortgage brokering questions. Whether you have questions on how to build or grow your mortgage business, this is the show for you. Here's how it works. Go to askbroker.ca, record your question, and if we answer it on the show, we'll send you a sweet new I Love Mortgage Brokering t-shirt courtesy of Lendesk. Today on the show, Nick Pachuski asks, how do you present your documents to your client? Do you go through them line by line or do you highlight the high-level stuff? Basically, how are you communicating the, the confusing documents to your client? We actually sort of go off into a little bit of a side trail on the MPP, and I think it's a, it's a brilliant strategy that Dustin shares, and so I think you're going to like it. Before we get started, I want to thank today's sponsor. Ask a Broker is sponsored by Lendesk. Lendesk is a mortgage technology company based out of Vancouver that has built an origination platform specifically for Canadian brokers. Lendesk removes the headache of assembling an application with your client. Think of it as the ultimate CRM and deal management tool. They're pre-launch, but I'm helping them refine the platform and I can tell you it looks awesome. If you'd like to get early access to Lendesk with me, sign up at Lendesk.com to stay in the loop. As for the cost, let's just say it's going to be an easy decision. This is going to be a game changer. Hey, Dustin, how's it going today? Not too bad, Scott. How are you? Cool. Hey, so tell me something about some random fact about you today. On Saturday, May 14th, no, Friday, May 13th, pardon me, I had uh, my first slice of radish ever in my 44-year life. And what did you think? Amazing. I can't believe I've avoided them this long. So I'm committed to radishes now radishes you know somebody's gonna send you radishes from listening to this they're gonna be like hey dustin try these radishes <laughs> please don't <laughs> and my i was thinking we were talking about this off the air but my favorite drink is i don't I'm not a big beer guy it's actually lime tequila and soda and the reason is is because it's a really low carb drink and so um and i happen to like the taste of tequila people are always like you're drinking tequila you're like well, i'm sipping it so i'm not I'm not getting crazy running around with no shirt on but um i guess that could happen if i had too many but there you go with a with a, with a side of radishes. But yeah, exactly. You're eating radishes, and I'm drinking tequila, and we're running around the bar of a hotel. All right, so we're going to jump into our question today. Nick Pachuski from Ottawa has asked us about uh, presenting documents to clients, what to explain, and uh, like where, like how do you do it. And so let's have a listen to his question, and then we'll jump into answering it. Sounds good. Nick Pachuski here from Ottawa. I would just like to hear how you go about presenting your commitments and going over your admin documents with your clients. I know everybody has a different way of doing this, and I'd like to hear your expert opinion. Do you read through every single line with the client? Do you give it in advance? What do you do? Thank you. Okay, so what are your thoughts? How do you? What, I'll tell you my structure after you go. You show, yeah, show me yours, and I'll show you mine. How do you? What do you do with your clients? All right, I won't say sounds good to that, but. I'll say okay to that. I, uh, of course, am in the throes of uh, trying to wrap up uh, that that second book. And indeed, there's a few chapters committed to mapping out the scripts. So I could give you about a 10,000 word answer uh, right now on that topic, but I'll, I'll try and paraphrase. Documents are always prepared in the exact same order. Um, I think nearly every single listener will nod their heads if I say the MPP document, the insurance document, is at the bottom of the pile. But pause and rethink that. This is the tip of this podcast. Take that insurance document, pull it out from the bottom of the pile, and put it on the top of the pile. Uh, it's kind of like Brian Tracy says, you know, eat the frog, get the hard part of the day done first. 
and then the rest of the day is so much simpler. None of us like to talk about insurance because it's not life insurance, it's death insurance. And who wants to talk about death? Um, but like I say, you put that on the top, it's a little bit more of an in-depth conversation typically because it's no longer being brushed past. And um, the number of clients who just take that extra beat and go, hang on, maybe we should consider this, is significant. And it is absolutely not about driving revenue. It's about being ready. 1,300 clients later, I'm getting the calls. I'm getting some very difficult phone calls. And you want to be ready for those calls yourself. Like, psychologically, you want to know that you had the conversation with those clients about this insurance coverage and the what ifs, because if you glossed over it and you get that awkward phone call later, that's going to be hard for you to deal with internally. So not to turn this into a, an MPT conversation, this but podcast is sponsored by, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, as I say that, that's just a recent shift that I've made and the, the, the impact and the power of that, that shift has been amazing. So my documents always go in the same order. So now it's, you know, life insurance, commitment, compliance, uh, and then a few other uh, supplementary documents that we have. And uh, so we, we get through the tough bit, we get to the good stuff, and away we go. And I do sign the majority of my clients uh, by telephone. So I'm emailing that stack. I have an email template done up uh, that's also shared uh, in, in the upcoming book. Um, but that, and that email template sort of encapsulates a couple sentences about what each page they're going to be looking at is saying. And, and one of the things I stress is that the mortgage commitment, that word commitment jumps out at a lot of people. This is a commitment from the lender to you. You signing this does not commit you to the lender. You are not signing your life away. You know, if rates change between now and the completion date, we can grab that new lower rate. Like, We've got flexibility still, and you sort of want to throttle back and not have people feel like they're signing their life away because they're not. That's what they do with the lawyer at the end of the process. That's not what they're doing with us. And I don't hit send on that email unless I have been able to physically reach that client by telephone, confirm that, yes, they're sitting next to a printer. Yes, they've got time to print them off and walk through them right now. Or if they say, no, you know what, four hours from now, then I'll hit send on that email three hours and 55 minutes from now. Because if you send that stack out blindly or you send it to them a day in advance or you hit send on it at 930 at night and then go home, um, you are asking again for problems because people will read through those documents. They'll misunderstand things. They'll think the insurance is mandatory. Uh, they'll think that you haven't sent the job letter pay stub in because it's listed as an outstanding condition. They'll draw all kinds of false conclusions as they go through those documents, the same ones consistently. And so that's part of what I say to clients. Like, I've gone through these documents 2,000 times. You know, there are a common series of questions that are going to come up. But before you prepare a list of questions and you spend your own time doing that, let me walk you through them. Odds are I will answer every question you're going to have and some that you didn't know you were going to have. And, uh, and so, as I say, I think it's very important to get the timing uh, around handing those documents and being able to walk through them aligned. 
So that's probably the best value answer I can give you in a nutshell. What would you add to that, Scott? Well, I, I yeah, we, I mean, we're in a smaller town, so 90% of my clients will meet us face to face and we present the documents live. I don't actually, I am the, we do the MPP at the bottom. Uh, although now I'm going to, we're going to test this and see how this works. I think it's a brilliant idea. And, um, but we go through them and I just highlight the key points because I totally agree with you. People will confuse them and they cre it creates unnecessary anxiety. If you give the clients documents that they can't understand and they see, oh, I thought I gave you my letter of employment and, and then they're stressing because it's already stressful enough versus sitting down with them, walking through and going, you know, I'll highlight the, the features of the mortgage, remind them why we chose this particular term or mortgage at the beginning. Um, that's a, for me, that's an important thing to do. And then I go through the documents and we have the same thing, a template. We, they're always in the exact same order. And literally you probably, if you recorded my meeting, it's almost identical every time. Even the little jokes that you insert, I insert are like uh, almost the same, like, because yeah. it's, it's that you're doing, it's the same, but you want to make sure you cover, you, you don't want to, you can't be random about it. I don't think, I think you need to have a pretty strict process for presenting documents with, um, with your client so that you don't, you cover all the key things the key elements. Absolutely. Like you, and you know, you need to understand those documents inside out, which is tough in the early days. You'll get asked a question, well, what does this mean? And, uh, you know, if, if you haven't read those documents front to back and read every line and pulled out the little questions that you would have and gotten the answers, you know, that's something you need to do as a, as a brand new broker. And, uh, and certainly you need to, you know, stay on top of those commitments, like read through them with the client and keep an eye on, on each point as you go, because every now and lender, every now and then a lender will insert some new policy change and maybe not tell you about it. And that's where you're going to discover it. it doesn't happen very often, but it has happened. Mm -hmm. And so do you actually go when you're doing it? Are you going line by line? Cause I, I'm not, I usually like pick the, like, I'm not going to show them the conditions that we've already satisfied. Uh, I'm, I'll pick the kind of the high points. What, what's your? No. So conditions like we break out the actual outstanding conditions into a separate list that's highlighted at the bottom of the body of the email we send. Mm -hmm. So when we hit the conditions section, I say just, you know, this is sort of the, the, the master list, everything in the kitchen sink. And even though we've sent these things in, they leave it in there. But, you know, go back to the body of the email we sent, see those two things remaining at the bottom. Those are the only two things that we need to address. And, uh, and then we usually address them on the spot and then we go back to the commitment documents. So we're not going line by line, but you know, we absolutely have our star stamp and there's, you know, there's a star next to collateral charge. There's a star next to title insurance. There's a star next to prepayment policies just to sort of act as a reminder for myself too. When you get that client that just wants to whistle along. And so just to initial the bottom of these four pages. And it's so tempting to say, yep, <laughs> you know, sounds good. Initial those four. Right. And we'll, you know, you want to sort of go, well, hang on. See that star at the you know, top third of page two where it says collateral charge? I really need to explain this to you. No, no, I'm busy. I don't have time. I don't care. You know, do I need to know about it? You really need to know about it. Like it's, it's three minutes. You know, I told you this is going to be a 15 to 20 minute call. This is it. You know, and I warn clients that, you know, page one and page two, that's 50% of the time that we're going to take on this phone call. Because by the time you get through sort of the, the insurance and the initial mortgage details and maybe a collateral charge conversation, 
you're 10 or 15 minutes in at that point. Mm-hmm. But really from there, it's pretty easy going. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. No, that's, that's good good stuff. I really like it. Well, hey, Nick, thanks so much for your question. Unless there's anything else you want to add, Dustin? To... I think we covered that one pretty well. Okay. Well, hey, Nick, thanks for your question, buddy. And uh, you'll check out your shirt from Lendesk. will be in the mail shortly. And if you have questions you want us to tackle, go to askbroker.ca, record a question. And if we bring it on the show, we're going to send you an awesome shirt. Thanks, Dustin. Right on. Thanks, Scott.